So when I was about 15 years old, um, a friend invited me over to his house and I will say he was 18. We went to high school together and he graduated the year before and I hadn't really seen him and um, saw him kind of in passing with some other friends and he invited me over and um, I said, yeah. And I went and stayed the night with him. Um, I told him pretty openly that I wasn't interested in having sex with him. Um, and he seemed really respectful of that. Um, we jammed, we made music, we just kind of hung out. It wasn't really anything at all. Um, but it was like, as the evening began to come to an end, he started getting a little more aggressive and not really, um, like in small ways where he would say things like, um, oh yeah, I know I told you, you could sleep on the sofa, but you can't do that anymore. You have to sleep in bed with me and made it to where I was very out of the control of any sort of situation. Um, and you know, I was in his house and I was 15, I was a child and he was not. Um, and I think that's really important to highlight in this. Um, and so he started getting like, like as I started questioning him more and more and being more like, no, I don't want to do this. No, I don't want to do that. He just got more and more aggressive. And finally I was just like, okay, I'm going to go take a shower. I'm going to cool off and we can come back after we both have had some space and like just talk and hang out again. And we don't have to like make it this weird thing. And I didn't realize that when I went into the bathroom um, and locked the door that he had a key and could get in. So I get in the shower and then he gets in with me and he, you know, he comes in and he forces me to touch him. He kisses me. Um, and he's touching me. And I remember feeling so out of my own body that I like, couldn't even like feel him on me anymore. And I looked down and I was bleeding and I remember going, I don't feel like I'm bleeding. Like, I don't feel like I'm in pain. And I couldn't even register any sort of like physical thing happening to me. It was so outside of anything within like my realm of existence during that moment. And it's like just everything kind of stopped and stood still. And that moment lasted for years, it felt. And because the only thing I did was say no, stop and cry. I didn't fight back. I didn't move. I was frozen for, you know, a long time. I told myself it wasn't sexual abuse. It wasn't assault. It wasn't anything wrong because I didn't fight him. And that's, that's a whole other thing where you're like, so out of this moment that you can't even wrap your head around the bad thing that happened to you. If a friend had told me that I would have believed them immediately and said, no, that was abuse. But because it happened to me, it just wasn't. But we didn't speak a single word to each other after that happened. He went to bed and said, you need to come get in bed with me after. So I finished shower. I go and get in bed with him. I lay down and I remember laying there and just watching the sun come up. And then being like, okay, you're taking me home now. And then he took me home and I didn't see him again for years and years and years. Um, a few months later, you know, I'm with my friends. I haven't told anyone about it because I didn't think there was anything to tell. And um, I'm hanging out with friends and 
Um, I ended up going to this little like high school party with people I didn't know, but it was a friend of a friend and the party ends. And I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say like high school party, like with like the nerds, like there's no alcohol or like drugs there. Like we're all drinking Kool-Aid in the backyard. Like there's nothing even close to sketchy happening at this place. Um, and it ends up being like everybody leaves and it's just me and my friend. And then these two guys, and then that evening I was raped. And so this is not even six months after my first experience. And so I decide I have to go home and I have to tell my father. And so my father is not a good person. My mom left when I was nine and it was just me and him until I was 18. And it was the hardest decision I think I've ever had to make in my whole life, even up until this point, to have to tell him. And I remember coming home and telling him, and um, my dad very openly tells me that he just doesn't believe in rape. It's not real. And he doesn't understand what I'm saying. And he very forcefully takes off all of my clothes and then inspects my body and goes, I don't see any bruises on you. Did you fight back? No, I did not fight back. I didn't. And that's when I realized he was the reason I didn't even think of what happened to me before sexual abuse. And then in that moment, I realized my father was sexually abusing me. And he ended up um, hurting me pretty badly that night. He kneed me between my legs. I bled more. Um, He touched me. He made me touch him. And um, this is definitely the worst thing that's ever happened to me, um, even up until now. Um, so the next day, uh, after I've been raped the day before my father then sexually assaults me, this is not even six months after I've been sexually assaulted the first time I decide that I'm going to take my own life. I'm 15. I know nothing, you know, other than what's happened to me firsthand. And, Um, I took a bunch of pills. I ended up having a seizure and my dad took me to the hospital. There's evidence that things were wrong with me physically. There's, you know, I had been raped and then sexually abused two days before. So they asked my dad, like, what happened? Because I'm a minor. And my dad's like, oh, she went to a party. Somebody probably drugged her. And that was the end of it. And that's what everyone believed. And I just didn't say anything for years and years and years and years and years. And most of my family still thinks that's what happened. Um, But that didn't end there, really. I mean, I left when I was 18. And I was like, I'm going to start over. And then in college, I ended up being sexually assaulted by a friend who recently, like within the last year, um, came to light that he is a serial rapist and has like charges against him by multiple women, like tens of women. Um, And then also an ex-boyfriend also had uh, sexually assaulted me and raped me. So it it wasn't like this one-off thing with me. It was something that like kept happening. And I realized it and I got help and I went to therapy and I stopped this weird 
like this isn't happening to you thing that I was doing where I just couldn't believe myself. I couldn't believe my circumstances. And I feel great now, now that I've lived through all of it, it feels very outside of me. It feels very far away from me that this happened, but I also feel like a survivor. Um, you know, I have a good life. I feel loved literally every moment of every single day, even on days when I don't love myself, I feel so wrapped in love. And every morning I wake up and I get to feel the sunshine on my face and I get to feel my partner next to me. And I feel just so completely happy that I didn't give up, even though I had every reason to.